welcome back to the new arc podcast series finale wow i mean it sounds great not only because i don't have to remember the episode number which listeners of the podcast will know i am infinite infamously bad at but because we made it i mean 30 episodes it is a miracle isn't it saf it is it really is it is <laughs> i mean it's, it's a miracle we can count that far honestly so as I keep on saying, most animals can't count past about four or five. So that we can, some humans can almost count 30 is very impressive. But this isn't any old episode. This is a very special episode. If you recall, about 12 episodes ago, we had a Royal Rumble. A Royal Rumble? To have as a tiebreaker because you the audience of course get to vote after each and every episode whether our given animal makes it on board but i mean you're not that decisive to be honest and some of these votes end up tied so every now and then we have a royal rumble we bring in three animals whose votes were tied and myself saf and a special mystery guest get to argue each for one of those animals and at the end we'll vote one of those animals will make it on board the other two will die perish horribly in fire and brimstone drinking strawberry milkshakes on a tropical island with a windmill and lots of coconuts sounds quite nice i mean it would be quite nice an earth without humans until the zombie apocalypse, biblical floods, sun going, supernova. I mean, series two, we might actually choose what apocalypse we're going to have. But until then, it's all of those. So, without further ado, our special guest for today is none other than Yen Parico, I'm going to say. I could have got that wrong. Yen, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. I'll do that quickly so that we could, you know, go to business. <laughs> um, so, yeah, my name is Yen, and I'm the director of Coalition Wild. It's a small grassroots organization that's based in the U.S., but I live in Belgium, and I'm from the Philippines, so <laughs> I'm quite all over the place. And I'm just really glad to be part of this podcast today. <laughs> And what we've learned the two minutes we've been speaking to Yen before we started recording is she's extremely competitive. So <laughs> buckle up, folks, because this is going to be one of a debate. Well, before we do get started, we have two final results to announce. I know I left you last episode on somewhat of a cliffhanger. We didn't have results for meerkats or jaguars. Meerkats. Saf, Yen, do we think meerkats made it on the Ark or not? Yes, no? Yes. I would say yes. Saf's going yes. Yen's going yes. The answer's no. Meerkats, evil bastards, most murderous mammals on the planet. Jaguars. I mean, 
Yen shocked, Saf speechless, another blow after Cat's losing, so... I mean, you're never going to come back from that, Saf. And lastly, Jaguars. Jaguars, another cat. Do we think Jaguars yes. made it on board the Ark? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Probably not, because I feel like I the mean, audience do not like cats here. <laughs> they do genuinely seem to have some vendetta, but unfortunately, Saf, one day you were going to be right, and Jaguars did make it on the Ark. Our first large predator, I have to say to make it on board. So that's quite a landmark. Well, I think that means that currently Saf is winning overall. I was trying to tally this up beforehand, <laughs> but I think Saf has 15 yeses to my 14 oh, out close. of 29 episodes. Wow. So, wow, okay, we didn't plan it that way, but it's, pretty good. No, no, we didn't. I mean, the audience has been very game. Kudos to you, audience. Yeah. But my, yeah, my, it's been a very close run thing. Yeah, my plan was for it to be like a 29 and 0 route by now, <laughs> but but that hasn't come to be, so. <laughs> I know, you conceded an animal once. I can't remember what it was. Something like a cockroach. Or... Oh no, it was, it was our Royal Rumble guest's animal. So I've learned never to make that same mistake again. Yes. It was the yes. the fish with the thing. I kind of anglerfish. Mm. <laughs> anglerfish. There you go. Yes, anglerfish didn't make it on. But out of the three animals we're talking about today, one and only one will gain a place on the ark. Three animals, one will make it on. So I mean, to start off, the odds aren't good. I will make the opening case for frogs. Yen will be taking on fungi amongst much controversy about their non-animal status. And Zaf will be talking about snakes, the slimy bastards. So, without further ado, frogs, which are fabulous, <laughs> let me open my case. So there are over 5,000 species of frogs and I've got to say they are very much maligned creatures. I know it's slightly ironic me saying that having been the one maligning them. <laughs> they deserve someone on their side and that's me. Starting did you know that the South American paradoxical frog has tadpoles which are three times larger than the frog itself. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure we've got mothers in our audience. That's one bloody painful pregnancy. I, I think they deserve a sympathy vote for that. More, more than that to come. Gender roles, okay? So the Darwin frog, the dad raises the offspring. Seahorses do it too, but it's incredibly rare in the animal kingdom. Darwin frog keeps the young in its vocal sacs when it's time for them to hop out into the world be happy little froglets he lets them go it's great modern parenting brilliant brilliant frogs were the only reliable pregnancy test until the 1960s i know we mentioned this on the last episode but you have to appreciate that i mean for almost the entirety of human existence 
frogs allowed humans to engage in family planning. So, I mean, that, that that's worthy of admission in and of itself. Venomous frogs, and I know I did somewhat berate them for this fact in our prior podcast episode. I mean, frogs can be deadly. I think I used the stat of 300,000 mice a poison dart frog can kill. That sounds bad, but how venomous frogs kill their predators is by kissing them to death. That's really sweet. I I mean, come on. If there's any great way to die, and we've come across plenty of terrible ones, wolves, crocodiles, over the course, snakes, the fungi, over the course of the episodes we've done, being kissed to death by a frog, could be a prince, is a brilliant way to go. Okay, so we're getting in the swing of things now. Did you know, and I quite like this, this is a cyclical fact, we started out episode one with the fact that the world's largest ant is larger than the world's smallest fox. Here I am today telling you that the world's biggest frog is bigger than the world's smallest antelope. And I've got to say, we were talking before the podcast started about our audience biases. If there's one thing I've noticed, our audience loves large animals. So this is one of the cards I'm playing. Frogs can be very, very large. There was uh, an extinct frog called Beelzebufo. Again, I mentioned the previous episode, which was uh, like, I mean, dog sized. So proper, proper hulking beast, but lovely all the same for it. Frogs are clean animals. Did you know that the uh, feet of tree frogs are self-cleaning? So a bit like shark skin. And I know we haven't talked about sharks yet. It's one of the big uh, audience requests. But I mean, sharks, their skin kills microbes. Tree frog feet, much the same thing. I mean, it's great, you don't have to wash them. Another thing you don't have to do for them is really take care of them in space. I mean, frogs are like large tardigrades. Another audience request for the podcast coming in season two. Have you heard of the Alaskan wood frog? What? No, are they extinct as well? No, they're not. Because they are really, really, really good at surviving. Over winter, they freeze into little frogsicles, and when it comes to spring, they thaw out. Uh, I mean, space is cold. We've talked about this before. It's not easy to house animals on board a spaceship without air conditioning, as we've previously noted. And having a frog, which can, uh, I mean, basically go into stasis, freeze itself, thaw out when we reach Earth 2.0, completely hassle-free, Again, many parents would be completely behind this for their children. Frogs are survivors. They survived the meteor which killed the dinosaurs. Therefore, they cannot be dinosaurs. And the one argument I keep on bringing back against these animals is Jurassic Park. Not going to happen. Alien. Not going to happen. Because these species are just really good at getting along with other animals. This is what it says. They've survived for so long. Clearly, they must be friends with everything and everyone. They are superheroes. Have you heard of Throg? Bet you haven't. <laughs> no. One of the lesser known Marvel superheroes. 
basically they did a series called the Pet Adventures. <laughs> and Throg is the, the Thor version of a frog. Superpower. Like, jump high and... Well, no, it's a frog with Thor's powers, so it can, I don't know, summon lightning, wield a really big hammer, oh. something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't fault that. I know I've got a lot of flack from fans for dissing Guardians of the Galaxy, but Thor is a genuinely good movie. Okay, I'm nearing the end. Frogs, do scientists work for them? In 2016, we discovered a new ant in frog vomit. That's great. We've talked about scientific benefits of animals. We don't need scientists if we've got frogs. Just saying. They can camouflage. We were just talking about chameleons a few episodes back. Unfortunately, they didn't make it on the ark. But frogs can camouflage too. They have the, the chromatophores which are the, the special cells which allow things like squids and octopi and chameleons to camouflage. So, I mean, they're just slightly slow. It takes them a few hours instead of a few minutes to blend in. But they still have the ability, as you'll know if you've watched Jurassic World, because this is the genes they get the super dinosaurs. But we're not going to mention that. In captivity, the golden dart frog, which is the most toxic, evil, venomous, poisonous amphibian, does not produce poison. The key fact here, because we talked about all the health risks of bringing animals on board, how it's impossible to contain crocodiles, how, uh, I mean, even raccoons can pose a, a health hazard by having nematode worms from curable lung disease causing worms in their droppings. No such threat from frogs. I mean, there are well-documented cases of changes in animal behaviour in space, like bees famously won't poop. If you put them in a hive in space, no shitting from bees. But frogs, I mean, it's so much more practical having an unpoisonous frog. Have it born on the ark, born in captivity, it won't produce poison, and we can all be a safe, happy rainbow times on Earth 2.0. Great. I will close out by going for the ultimate sympathy vote, which is that frogs had COVID decades before us. The chytrid virus. I know Yen is a wildlife conservationist. She would have heard of this. Chytrid virus kills... I mean, it has killed about 90% of frog populations. Absolutely decimates them. Has been around... For, for decades before COVID came along. This is fungal disease spreading. Uh, and I mean, it's really, really nasty. And they deserve our sympathy just for that. I rest my case. And, and I can have a long drink of water. <laughs> I like how Elliot just went for the sympathy votes. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you're clutching at straws there. It was all just cake. You, you basically conceded defeat. Yeah. You were just, you were just trying to try to get frogs on for sympathy, whereas you've got snakes and fungi that are not going to be there based on sympathy. They're going to be there on merit. Ooh. It's like, look. Are they? Are they? <laughs> 
I think Saf's having flashbacks to anglerfish. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. That was an interesting one. But frogs are great. What's wrong with frogs? And I'm going to specifically state that frogs and toads are not the same. Toads are awful creatures. Cane toads wrecked Australia. I mean, you know the warts on toads are called viruses, so that's reason enough to exclude them. Toads, frogs, entirely separate things. Frogs are great. Sounds cool. Mm -hmm. Somehow you don't seem all that convincing, but okay. Maybe, maybe it's just flashbacks of when you argued against frogs not so long ago, but... Um... What's with frogs? Murderous. The favourite thing I know about frogs is, is the weather forecasting, which I've got to say anecdotally here in Senegal would be really useful. I was telling Yen earlier that the weather forecast here in Senegal doesn't work. It always says 17 to 23 degrees and sunny. Frogs can tell the weather, you put them in a little jar, on a little ladder, and they walk up the ladder. It's like, uh, uh, you know those really fancy glass thermometers you get? where the little beads rise up. So it's like that, but it's a frog, so it's cooler. And they're a superhero. I rest my case. Do your worst. It's my turn now, huh? Mmm. What? Fungi, not animals, disqualified. <laughs> <laughs> I think mycologists would beg to differ. <laughs> Ooh. But I'm not one, so I'm not going to beg. I'm just going to present my case. Okay, so um, first of all, I mean, pizza. Like, how is the world going to look like without pizza and bread? And come on, it's like the circle of life. Imagine like from eating, you know, it's part of human life and then to decaying. What's gonna happen to the dead bodies if it's just gonna lay there in a forest or whatever? So, I mean... Worms. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, fungi. <laughs> <laughs> and you're talking about um, a brilliant way to go is to kiss to death, like toxic frogs. Well, I mean, there's a better way. It's like, you know, there are a lot of people who risk their lives to try which one is poisonous and which one is hallucinogenic. hallucinogenic. So they had like this, you know, vision that they're going to get high, but then they're just going to die. I think that's a better way to go than to kiss a frog. So that's not that sweet. Mm. So there are like 3,000 like edible, you know, mushrooms and 200 of those I will pronounce this word correctly. Hallucinogenic. There you go. So 200 species and then 150 species are poisonous. So imagine like the odds there and they risk their lives. So you're not just going to waste that for nothing. Um, yeah. And even from like history there's like evidence of hallucinogenic mushroom use by many cultures you know in ancient greece the mayans the chinese and the vikings especially so everyone had a good time and everyone will have a good time and it's more. 
So I think this is all. You got satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm getting a lot of votes here just by this. So you know who else would support this? You know, Princess Leia, Carrie Fisher. She's a huge fan of hallucinogens. So I'm just saying, like, come on board. This is much more fun. With frogs, what are you gonna do? Like, just frog legs? You know, it's not as. <laughs> Um, yeah, so with mushrooms or shiitake mushrooms, so many delicacies. You know what? <laughs> I'm just talking about food. I'm trying to, like, think that this is really not an animal. <laughs> <laughs> like, the more I present my case, the more I'm like, saying, okay, this is not working. <laughs> but I, I am a vegetarian and I will eat mushroom. See? So that is a good, that is a good... That is a good uh, definition of whether or not it is an animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. So, do you believe fungi don't have feelings, Saf? Do fungi don't have feelings? It's not. That's not the determinant for whether it's something's an animal or not. I don't think. No, but for you eating it, presumably that's a large factor. Yes, it's it's various degrees of sentience, and you know, like a mushroom doesn't scream. Um, you know. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Side note. Yeah. Another philosophical bar. <laughs> and I have to say that you know, with frogs, they also produce toxins that are really bad for plants. So in the new you know, world. It's not going to be good for your garden, Elliot. So you have to be sure. But they produce hallucinogens too, so. Yeah, but like what I said, everyone's still going to have a good time afterwards. (laughs) Just have to sell all the motherhood statements. Like everyone will have a good time, not going too deep with all the details. So, yeah. And I have to say- I mean, clearly. What? Clearly you didn't listen to our frogs episode. Because if you had, you would know the bombshell sap dropped there, which is that uh, good and bad don't exist. So, I mean, you can't have a good time. I think I think that's what sap meant. <laughs> no, no, you can have I a mean, good time because you can have a fun time. But I, I, I was just talking about You can have a fun time. I'll give but... you that. <laughs> but but what, what is good? Yeah, what is bad? No, we won't, genuinely, sure. we won't reopen this conversation. But it was genuinely the most interesting philosophical discussion I've ever had. <laughs> good and bad don't exist, so you can't have a good time. Listen to the Frogs episode for that. Well worth it. Oh, man. Continue, Yen. Sounds like a, another seamless <laughs> plug. <laughs> I, I mean, there's going to be more coming. Well, you have to think as well, like, you know, because of the fungus, well, fungi group, like, you know, the penicillin was also um, produced. So, I mean, what can the frogs produce for humans? I mean, you have to answer that, Elliot. What can the hallucinogens? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, 
I think that is genuinely what the is going to come down to. That's hallucinogens, but what can frogs produce? I mean, frogs are really cool. They tell us a lot for science. They're helping us uh, work out de-extinction. So gastric brooding frog uh, went extinct in Australia around the 19... I'm going to say 70s, 80s? Uh, anyway, really quickly after we, we discovered it, and now we're trying to bring it back. Which is pretty cool. And nobody would bother for fungi, because fungi aren't cool. They're, they're not fun guys. <laughs> Oh my god, you just dropped that. <laughs> I think that's one minus point for you just for dropping that. Fair enough. You see, I I just noticed something. I feel like we're discussing right now between the two of us, and then Saf is just like right in the middle. I think that's why he chooses to be the last one to speak all the time. Mm. <laughs> Just in case, always the best. I used to think that's how you win school elections. There's always a strategy for this. You have to go first or last, and you have to sing your speech. De dead sure way to do it. So, on that note... I mean, yeah, Saf, any takers? I, I, I wouldn't... Um, I wouldn't do it to you guys. I can't sing. But Yen, maybe. Oh, no. No, no. <laughs> fungi, fungi. What rhymes with fungi? Better... Go jump bungee. Don't give up your day job, dude. <laughs> Another great reason not to bring fungi on the ark, because they ruin a poet's career. So... Oh, my... How is that even going to happen? I mean, I made the argument with bats. Bats are great. You could always rhyme with a bat. You can't rhyme with fungi. Matt, you know what? I'm just going to say, like, we're just talking about the fungi and the frogs. We're not talking about the snakes as well. And even though Zaf hasn't made his mm. case yet, I would say that, you know, snake bites, they're like, I don't know, millions or around... 80, no, 81,000 to 150,000 people die each year because of snake bites. So I think bringing them into the new world would not be a good idea anyway. Be fair, Yen, I think you're going to lose on that point. I dare say fungal infections to a lot more people. <laughs> I can't claim to have the figure, so... I'm <laughs> Okay, that is true. <laughs> but I'm not going for sympathy votes there. I think they choose the you know the people to die. Like with snake bites, it's just you know out of nowhere. And then with a fungal, it's just like you know, dude, it's right over there, and you're not doing anything. I think they kind of do that to themselves. So, so snakes and serial killers, fungi, are, are like vigilantes. Yeah, they're like stalkers, you know, like, hmm. they're right over there. <laughs> and if you don't do anything... Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're everywhere! Hmm. So, so, so <laughs> you've, you've just kind of... You've just kind of stated that anybody that dies of a fungal infection deserves to die of a fungal infection. That's quite harsh. Wow, that's no. fair. Don't yeah. put words. 
I think on the scale of politically incorrect things we've said on this podcast so far, that is not the worst. But... Oh, you have to cho- tell me which episode, which was the worst. I, I still remember the first few episodes where we were pissing off the Nazis and the Russian mob and the Christians, the Jews, the Buddhists. I mean, everyone, basically every episode, so... <laughs> I think I'm going to well, we, I mean, we're a lot better now, aren't we? We're not going to make any enemies with anyone. And as you've stated, Funky don't have feelings, so... Yeah? Who cares if they die? Everyone's, Who cares? Everyone's going to be a vegetarian there, so... Yeah, if, no, yeah. if you choose a Fungi, like, in the new world, no one's going to eat the other damn animals, so... We're all good. Everyone's happy. <laughs> I like that. We're going to subsist entirely off mushrooms. Which I hate mushrooms. No, I'm not going down for that. I'll take truffles. Truffles, maybe. But I think that's inefficient. And we don't have pigs or dogs to find them. Do you think elephants can sniff out truffles? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I don't think anyone's ever tried, but I'm sure they can. Elephants can be our new truffle pigs. There we go. I- I insist entirely off truffles. Have we not done pigs or dogs yet? We haven't done pigs or dogs. Wow. Ah, interesting. Watch out, series two. Pigs, mm. dogs, sharks, tardigrades. They're all coming. That would be very interesting, the three of them together. <laughs> so just around a table, it's sort of like, if you can bring three animals around a table, Pigs, elephants, tardigrades, maybe dogs. I mean, it'd be great conversation. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure the tardigrades would contribute much, but... <laughs> I don't think it's not Well, uh, dogs, pigs, elephants all have language. Tardigrades, still slightly up for debate. No chance. <laughs> Well, we haven't heard Saf's case yet. What do we think about snakes, Saf? Slimy bastards? No, snakes are a shoo-in. So I just wanted to kind of digest, uh, you know, quietly reflect upon your case for frogs, which was fundamentally a sympathy vote. Fundamentally, fundamentally, if you read between the lines, you were saying to the audience, guys, I know that frogs don't warrant a spot on the Ark, but look at all the stuff that they've been through, COVID, this, that, and the other. Uh, let's give them a pass, right? That was your case. Um, and I think, you know, the only other animal, you know, that went down that route was anglerfish, and we know what happened to anglerfish. I think, I think they lost by a landslide, so that's... That fate awaits the frog. Um, fungi, you know, uh, some some valid points. Uh, they are delicious. Uh, they are psychedelic. Um, but they are not animals. Um, and, and on top of that, you know, something that I hadn't even thought of, uh, you know, murderous. Just the most murderous non-animal 
we've come across. Um, you know, suddenly snakes just, you know, seem absolutely, um, you know, non-murderous in comparison. But um, talking of murderous, I think, um, you know, snakes serve a really, really critical um, role, and that is pest control. The best pest control. And we need them on Earth 2.0 because inevitably we're going to have pests and need to keep the number of uh, rats and mice at bay. And snakes do that really, really well. have rats. There are no rats. We, we, we may do. We, we, we'll have other pests, no doubt. Alien pests. What pests do we have? Yeah, what if we just well, eat one. all the other animals because you have no pests? He won't eat elephants. No, he won't eat dolphins. <laughs> Since this is the last episode of series one, I feel we have to completely destroy Saf's angelic image. <laughs> he spent past 30 episodes arguing for these animals. So, Saf, I'm going to read you a list of the animals that made it on, and you have to tell me which one's the pests. Okay? It's going to be fun. Okay. It's a great quiz game. Okay, we've got foxes. No. No. Elephants. No. Dolphins. No. No. Pigeons. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Pigeons. Pandas. No. Chimpanzees. No. Parrots. No. Ooh, I think Pam's pests. Butterflies. Nope. No. Armadillos. Nope. No. We have bees. No. Nope. Earthworms. No. No. And jaguars. Nope. No. Okay, so pigeons are the only animals <laughs> you're keeping in control with snakes. C can you explain to me how a snake catches a pigeon? <laughs> well. <laughs> I, 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 I'm sure they will, uh, but but that's not the point here. We're only on season one, and we haven't really gotten to um, all of the pests. You know, we haven't we haven't covered them yet. So this is a preemptive strike against pests. Did you really think that anyone would vote for pests, though? Um, they, they deserve their day in court. So do fungies. <laughs> yeah, yes, and you are here. Yeah, no, I mean, but it's yeah. just... You know, you are here and you, you are, you have the platform and, you know, even though they are a non-animal, we are extending, well, Elliot um, you know, uh, unilaterally decided to extend um, the the stage two fungi, which is absolutely fine because we are, you know, inclusive and, you know, everyone deserves their day in court. But I think similarly, we need to extend that right to pests, given that they are most definitely animals. Um, but the snake, you know, is a, a preemptive strike against pests moving forward. Also, um, this was quite interesting. It's very linked. Uh, you know, 
uh, a break in the food chain would negatively affect a lot more animals above and below them as well. Um, and then finally, um, you know, uh, going back to the importance of snakes to humans um, is the role of venom in the development of medicines. Uh, so snakes play, you know, historically, uh, culturally, scientifically, play a really, really important role. Um, and therefore, you know, we can't, it, it's too much of a risk to leave them behind because we don't know yet what medicines we can synthesize from snake venom. Uh, and as the science gets better and stronger, you know, we can unlock more things down the road. Uh, so that's really, really important as well. Um, also, this is, I, I don't know the specifics here, but the snake's venom is associated with chemicals of plants and fungi that have the power to either heal or provide expanded consciousness. Um, so, expanded consciousness. Yeah, so therefore, you know, we can do kind of, you know, kill two birds with one stone, just take the snake, leave the fungi behind, frogs were left behind anyway, um, and we're good. I've got one question for you, Saf. Mm -hmm. Do they produce hallucinogens? I I'm sure they can. Uh, so, so, so basically it says, uh, because of their herbal, because of its herbal knowledge and entheogenic association, the snake was often considered one of the wisest animals being close to the divine. So that would, um, that would give me some sense that it's a yes. Also, Moses had a replica of a serpent on a pole. The Nehushtan. I mean... Mentioned close in to numbers. the divine in the sense that the instrument of the devil. I mean, you know the Adam and Eve story. It's the snake who's the bastard at fault. <laughs> no, because he... convinces Eve to eat the apple. Yeah, but no. Imagine so if he's... they get super wise. Like, what would they tell the other animals to do? <laughs> they're evil they're devious so i i vote no no snake rabble rouses <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's they the snake was really the wise um kind of um helper really because uh he you know eating of the fruit was it what is it the knowledge of truth is that what it is so like prior to that there was ignorance and now having eaten from the tree of knowledge you know you're no longer ignorant so one could argue that it was a positive thing uh, and that's only in that one story in every other culture from the greeks to the hindus to everything in between Snakes are very much seen as a positive, um, whether it's like the Kundalini, whether it's the serpent thing with the DNA. There's lots of uh, symbolism mythology where snakes are very much a positive force in human evolution rather than a negative one.
thought usually in mythology they're just trying to kill other gods. Yeah. Usually nasty god leaves snakes in bed of nice god, trying to kill nice god, doesn't work. And I mean, what's some of their positive messages from mythology? So, so the Greek, um, the Greek physician Asclepius, which is a snake, as god of medicine and healing. No, 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 he wasn't a snake. He was the god of medicine and healing, but he had <laughs> no, no, no. He had had a staff with a serpent wrapped around it. <laughs> Which has become the symbol of which has, become, which has become the symbol of modern modern science and modern medicine. So, do we want science and medicine on Earth 2.0? We do. We need to bring snakes. That is Fair a point. long Fair point. stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I that, that is what we. That is what we do on this podcast. <laughs> that, that, that is, is what the, we do. That, that is the running thread. <laughs> I was like, I was like, getting there. he's getting there. <laughs> but I have to say, mm. in one of your stories, you said that, you know, because of the snakes, there's no ignorance and all. I think it's because of the snakes that we're in this shit right now. Because, you know, without yeah. the snakes, you know, telling you know, Eve to eat it, you know, she wouldn't have thought like, oh, let's make babies and all and whatever. And now we're overpopulated. So, you know what? Snakes <laughs> can have to write off. <laughs> but, but, but we, the three of us, the three integral characters of this current situation of the Royal Rumble, we wouldn't be here if it weren't for the snake. In that case. Oh, Saf. Oh, Saf, you can't make that point. Don't you ever learn? The one thing we know about their audience is they hate people <laughs> you've continually made this point throughout 30 episodes of the podcast people suck you cannot appeal to people liking people to, to argue for animals i do want to take you up on the ecosystem value point though that you made because you said without snakes basically ecosystems stuffed i would have thought out of the three animals snakes contribute the least to the ecosystem I've got to say, yen with fungi, undoubtedly the most important. I think frogs, because they're lower down on the food chain, so they feed a lot of more animals, more important. And then snakes, I mean, who needs them? Who needs them? Except for Asclepius, which I was very impressed you could pronounce. (laughs) And we're talking about food as well, like... I think the snakes are the least delicious, so... <laughs> it's just, well, it doesn't make I'm sure <laughs> frogs and snakes both just taste like chicken. Um, so I think, you know, fungi win on the taste test. Um, and they win, fungi win again in terms of the ecosystem piece but also fungi is the worst killer of the three so swings and roundabouts swings and roundabouts i would have thought snakes are really tough meat like sort of kangaroo or crocodile because they were muscly yeah but frogs do surely no but because people breed frogs to eat 
you can know. And you wouldn't ever eaten snake. I can't claim to speak from experience. I actually haven't eaten frog either. I've mm. eaten snail once. I've eaten frog. It does taste like chicken. Well, it did. <laughs> there you go. One person here has eaten frog. Uh, I won't ask how many people here have eaten fungi. <laughs> uh, how many people here have eaten steak? Nope. Oh, look, that's nobody. One point to frogs. We're not, luckily, luckily, we're not debating ingredients. Luckily. <laughs> luckily, this is this is not about what is the best topping for pizza. If so, fungi wins, hands down. This is, this is about which animals get to go to the new earth on the new ark. And fungi aren't an animal, frogs are an animal, but they're pretty lame. And snakes have been legendary since the dawn of time. And they are, you know, we absolutely need them on Earth 2.0. Um, so yeah, it's pretty, pretty clear cut to me. Um, and I hope that the audience can see that as well. I would have to say that since this is the 30th episode, you've covered a lot of animals already. So mm. at this point, you're just like, what's going to make our life better? So it's not the snakes. It's not the frogs. It's like, how, how are you going to have a good time there? If you're just about to be <laughs> it's, it's really about the quality of life. If you get a fungal infection, I mean, and it's your time to go, it's like, okay, I've lived a good life. <laughs> I've eaten good mushrooms, the edible ones, and, you know, the <laughs> psychedelic ones. And you're like, I'll see you guys again next time. And then there's a circle of life because he'll still be part of the world. Because, you know, it's a symbol of new beginning. From mushrooms. See, so oh, Jens yeah. joined the party of the really long-winded connection of stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, welcome. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning here. You learn as you go. <laughs> yeah. I've got uh, a closing factoid uh, for fungi, actually, because, you know, I'm a fan in non-royal rumble circumstances for fungi so santa claus uh is exists because of fungi Ooh. yeah it's the it's the uh, it's the amanita not santa claus yeah the, the whole thing about reindeers flying and santa claus coming through the chimney all of that is to do with the amanita musc muscaria mushroom it's a psychedelic it's a psychedelic thing that shamans would you know like even like hanging the stockings um that was like hanging the mushrooms up to dry uh it's i think it's from finland kind of like the nordic areas it's a very interesting story um about how santa claus the reindeers all of these things that we currently do associated with christmas came about because of mushroom shamans uh, in Finland and the surrounding areas back in the day. Is it red and white, the mushroom? Yep. Hopefully. I like Christmas colours. That'd be cool. Yep. Oh, nice. 
Nice, nice. Well, there we are. All making friends again. <laughs> I have... I don't have any nice snake facts to give you. I know how to kill a snake. We covered this on the episode. You feed them an antacid and they explode. So, <laughs> I mean, depending on the result, that may or may not be useful information. But, but, but... It is not the audience that votes on the results of our royal bumbles. It is us three here debating these animals now. Because the audience useless. We can say that now. We don't need them anymore. Till series two. The audience sucks. They couldn't choose whether these animals made it on board. So we have to step in, do their job for them. Yes. We shall each cast a vote. Because I started, I shall cast the first vote. Yes. I mean, I've got to say, snakes was a strong argument, but the fungi took it for me. I thought starting with the word pizza was a very strong way to open your case. <laughs> you really didn't need to say anything after that. Pizza hallucinogen and actually sav with the santa claus fact impressed me closing it out as well <laughs> turning towards the other side i mean slightly traitorous to snakes but funky have my vote so i'll pass it on to yen yen you may cast your vote would it be so arrogant to vote for funky <laughs> <laughs> By all means, yeah. By all means. <laughs> I have to say that fungi has a lot of uses. No matter what you say, that they're not animals, they're much closer to animals and plants. And as what I mentioned earlier, there are a lot of animals already in Earth 2.0, and we would need something to shake the things up a little bit, you know? So not just, you know, the usual um, predator and prey, but more like, oh my God, like, where did this come from? Am I dying? So it was like this mystery as well. So I think with fungi, it's going to be a hell lot more fun <laughs> in Earth 2.0. So I like that. Yeah, yeah, give all the animals something to eat. That's what I've just realised. They currently don't have anything to eat. So they're all going to be <laughs> tripping on hallucinogenic mushrooms. Because we don't have any plants, that's the whole point. Plants aren't animals. I mean, otherwise they're screwed. Fair enough, they can all eat pizza. And, I mean, Saf, I hate to say it, but nobody really cares what you vote. Which you like to vote anyway. <laughs> well, I was gonna vote me as well. So, but but that's only because I, unlike Yen, uh, will not vote for myself. <laughs> so so. so. Um, I, I will give the vote to um, to Fungi, um, but with the caveat that on the final episode of the final season of the new arc, we do the episode whilst on 
psychedelic mushrooms. Rage. Yeah. I second that vote. And and maybe Yen needs to join us as to close off the loop as the as the kind of the uh, the fungi representative. Um, you know, so that would be uh, an interesting episode. Um, so yeah, um, I, I will vote for fungi. Fungi, fungi. Fungi. Fungi, fungi. Well, uh, we ended on a little unity, apart from some of the low blows struck to some of the other debates. <laughs> I thought that was going to be so sweet. We could have three people voting for fungi. Close it all out harmoniously. Nevertheless, fungi. It is harmonious because we've agreed a reunion fungi uh, field episode uh, down the road. Indeed, indeed. I mean, we'll see whether the listeners can tell the difference, honestly. (laughs) But, (laughs) but, 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 we do have our result. Fungies have made it on. Congratulations, Yen. One point to Yen. So that is... Oh, I think technically it's drawn now. I'm going to have to do the count afterwards. But either (laughs) Saf or I won the overall series. I don't really care because we're all friends now, aren't we? We all love Fungi. We're all going to be eating mushrooms. On Earth 1.0 and potentially on Earth 2.02. And it's a very fitting end as well to Series 1 of the new arc to break it at the end with a non-animal making it on board. Yes. (laughs) Oh, wow. It's with that one punch (laughs) at the very (laughs) least. Join us for Series 2 in September. See you then. Bye-bye.